0: So in life, when we feel like we aren't seeing things clearly that are right in front of us, you know, it might be goals, it might be tasks. It it often means we gotta pull our head out of our goals, our vision, and look at the big picture of what is further ahead of us. And that's what this exercise is gonna do. And if you never did, what I'm about to tell you, you know, this exercise coming up, it's gonna blow your mind. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you wanna grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you wanna hit, I believe that God's calling all of us toward something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Current Christian family? It is Alec here, and I've been missing you guys, and I've been praying for you guys that you are seeing just a lot of success um, going on this year. And before I really get into the, the meat of this episode, I wanted to take a little side note here and just say that any type of success, any type of movement towards better growing yourself, better developing yourself is better than no growth at all. We get these big goals, you know, these big ambitious goals that we wanna achieve and you know it's awesome, it's great and it inspires you, but when we don't achieve those things, you know, sometimes the deflating nature of not achieving it is just so, oh, discouraging, there we go. But anyway, you know, I just wanted to say, set some small goals, small goals that you can achieve. And once you do achieve those, hey, if you wanna go above and beyond for extra credit, by all means, do so. <laughs> but in this, uh, or in our last episode we had left off on this idea, you know that it's useless to try and do more or get more or do things faster in life if you don't know where you're trying to be at the end of it all. You know, the Bible says it's like chasing the wind. And it's also like that quote, I don't know if you guys read Alice in Wonderland or saw the movies, but there's this quote in Alice in Wonderland where Alice asks that creepy cat you know the Chesire cat has a big smile uh, for directions and then the cat asks Alice like hey like well where are you trying to go and Alice is like well I don't really care where I go and the cat's like well I guess it doesn't really matter which direction you take and it's you know it's a funny quote but what isn't funny is being in a place that you don't want to be and if I had to guess if you're listening to this podcast then you're someone who probably has Some influence over those that are around you and if you're leading a ministry or a group of people one of the worst things that you can do is unknowingly lead other people into a pit or into like a bad rut in life and that's why when i create content like this you know like the podcast that you're listening to or the book that i've written I put hours, you know, lots of time and effort into researching and, of course, you know, practicing the things that I'm talking about and applying, you know, what I teach. That way, I'm not giving you something that might lead you down the wrong path. And finding the best path, you know, for you, it's crucial. You know, sure, at the end of this episode, I will be sharing some tools that'll help you define your goals and define what success will look like in your life and ministry but not every path to that goal will work for everyone. So I just wanna phrase that again, not every path to get to the goal is gonna work for everyone. So for example, you could have two people uh, making $50,000 in profit from their business. And you know, on the outside, it seemed like, well, they're doing pretty good. Let's say person A, they're putting in like 80 hours a week and person B is only putting in 20 hours a week. Now clearly, you know, person B is coming out on top because you're spending less time and are making just as much profit as person A. And you know, your situation it might be similar. You might need to put in those out eighty hours a week, or maybe right now, um, eighty hours a week doesn't work for you. But if the end goal is fifty thousand in profits, for example. Um, and you're hating every step of the way, then you know, you're know you not really better off than someone who isn't making that much, but is at least enjoying life. You know what I mean? Uh, so before I start digging into the teaching of, of these tools that you need for properly defining what success is gonna look like and the steps needed to achieve it, I just wanna spend just a few minutes on a topic that causes a lot of people to cringe and no, I'm not referring to the birds and the bees talk. <laughs> um, I'm talking about the money talk. Now, I'm not going to spend a long time talking about money and goals and achievement because a lot of you may have heard this before. And, uh, you know, the message that I just want to impart is that money itself is not evil. You know, the love of money is what's evil. So if you grew up in a household where money Was always like this conflict of interest, or you were in uh, a non-materialistic household, or I mean, maybe even a church that made it seem like money is bad. Um, I want to at least address this topic and say that money itself, you know, it's not inherently bad in and of itself. Uh, Churches need money, businesses need money, and of obviously, you know, during this pandemic, I bet that a lot of churches who originally were averse to building up good finances were probably scrambling to pay for all of the camera equipment and the the Wi-Fi bills for uh, streaming their services online. Now, I'm not mentioning this to bash churches or your friends or your family or your upbringing or beliefs or anything like that. I'm not trying to, you know, say that you guys are wrong for what you think. Um, the, The reason... Why I'm bringing this up is because a goal for your life or ministry, it might it might be money related. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you have a bad relationship with money, uh, but your your goal is to improve your finances, then you know cognitively, like in your mind, um, there's going to be a lot of dissonance. Uh, there's going to be a lot of friction. It's like because because I want you to think about how congested or how conflicted a mind can be if it's both thinking that money is bad and should be avoided, but also wants to make sure that bills are paid on time or that your business or ministry can sustain itself and you want to make sure your family is financially secure. So like, it's, it's really difficult and I want to say borderline impossible to navigate through life with that type of conflict of both wanting greater financial health, but also trying to avoid money. Uh, You know, if your goals include money, uh, it's okay to like, I want to say I'm giving you permission to simply own up to it and commit to managing it wisely. Just like the story that Jesus shares about the talents, uh, you know, like the servants who were able to manage the talents or the money well were trusted with more money or more talents. And the servant who couldn't be trusted with managing the money, you know, they weren't, not only were they not given a lot, um, but then what they had was, was taken away from them because they couldn't be trusted with it. Cause if that, like, cause I want you to imagine that story, the servant who couldn't be trusted with more, uh, money, you know, if that servant buried one talent and let's say the, the master like gave him two, you know, that servant probably would have buried the two. And if he was given three, you know, he probably would have buried the three and so on. So it's like that excuse that like I've heard it a lot of time in the gym. People make these excuses for not exercising, you know, a lot of people say like, "Oh, I I don't exercise because I'm out of shape." And they say it as though they would work out if they were in shape. But in reality, you know, the you, the person is not in shape because they don't exercise. So like again, I'm not <laughs> I'm really I'm not trying to be mean here. I I I'm on, being totally honest with you, you know, I really am not trying to be mean. Um, I just want to provide, you know, this kind of bird's eye view approach before moving forward with setting goals. Because if you're, like I said, like how I said, if the goal that you should be setting does include finances, but you also don't feel comfortable around finances, then I'm giving you permission that it's okay. Your goal can be to make more money. Um, <clears throat> and that might be like a temporary goal for now uh, because you won't get, more success later if you can't, you know, properly manage the things that you have right now. And if you properly manage the things that you got now, uh, which you know it goes that goes way beyond just money. Um, but you you can expect to be trusted with greater things later on. So, uh, sorry that short talk <laughs> went a little bit longer than I had had anticipated. But I hope we can go into you know this next exercise on clarifying our goals in a way that is truthful and honest. To what your dreams really are so this exercise is pretty neat because it is in part inspired by those moments where your eyes get foggy when you're looking at something for too long and you know what i mean like i want you to visualize this maybe you're looking at your computer screen or your phone or the bible you know you're reading your bible after a while and your eyes get kind of tired and now you kind of have to put more focus and effort in to see like what's right in front of you So in life, when we feel like we aren't seeing things clearly that are right in front of us, you know, there might be goals, um, it might be tasks, it it often means we got to pull our head out of our phone, our book, um, our tasks, our goals, our vision, and look at the big picture of what is further ahead of us. And that's what this exercise is going to do. And if you never did, what I'm about to tell you, you know, this exercise coming up, it's gonna blow your mind. So by looking ahead and looking further out into the future, it'll help you better focus on the important things that are right in front of you, which probably doesn't include looking at your phone all the time. Anyway, if you're ready to dive into this exercise and I recommend you totally stop what you're doing and get ready to write some stuff down because this isn't a thing where you hear it once, think about it and then that's it, no. You have to answer these questions by either writing them out or recording yourself explaining your answer on your phone. You know, write truthful answers, not answers that you think me or someone else wants to hear. You have a heart and a desire that needs to be expressed, and I am giving you permission to express it truthfully. So if you're ready for this exercise, here's the question that I want you to answer as we wrap up this episode. What situations are you currently experiencing in your life? And if if you'd like, you can replace the word life with anything else that makes it more close to your heart. So it could be what situations are you currently experiencing in your marriage, in your relationships, in your health, in your ministry, in your finances, or in your career. You know, make it specific, make it personal, and just be honest. For example, like I asked myself, Uh, the same question in regards to my ministry. And while you're listening to me, you know, you can pause this right after your own answers as you get inspired. By all means, I don't mind pause it, unpause it um, when you get done writing and I'll be right here. So this is the question I asked myself. What situations are you currently experiencing in your ministry? And I wrote out that like I'm experiencing massive growth followed by a lot of slip ups. You know, it kind of feels like driving or riding fast on a longboard. You know, like those longboards, uh, like skateboards, and every little bump has me feel like things are getting super shaken up. But I'm optimistic about the future. You know, I mainly just need to dial in placing Facebook ads, getting email sequences written out and solid. Then I would like to create an updated version of the masterclass for the book that I offer and go through it live with people who bought the book or course and give it to them at a discount if they already got it early and give it to people who already bought it, bought the original one for free. But in my ministry, I currently am dealing with a lot of moving pieces at once. And I know it's just temporary, but I wanna have the foresight and intention to delegate or better systematize things now so that things aren't overwhelming later. So, I want you to ask yourself. I'm, I'm talking to you, if you're if you're, you're listening right now. What situations are you currently experiencing in your life? So, pause pause the podcast right at your answer. And uh, just to wrap up, I want to point out the importance of understanding where you are. You know, it's like using a GPS, and I'm sure you've heard this a million times, uh, or maybe this is the first time. But either way, it's true. I want you to know to get to where you want to go you got to know where you're at so a gps won't work if it doesn't know where you're currently at so hey if you feel like you've learned some wisdom from this episode then i would love for you to subscribe to show your support and if you know of anyone who you think would benefit from learning this kind of information then i invite you to please share this episode um, or any prior episodes with them because if we're all growing together we can grow further faster so thank you guys so much for listening and i look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you wanna overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.